Welcome to another episode of T. Farrell Presents. I'm your host, Terrence Farrell, a.k.a. T. Farrell. And this is actually going to be the last episode of the year. Uh, We're going to skip next week. Uh, Christmas is coming up, and then we got that week, and then New Year's. But this is the last episode of the year. Um, This last episode is sponsored by Totavite, your go-to brand for wearable inspiration. I'm actually wearing uh, another Totavite hoodie. It says, my, my best happens with God. Searching for that last minute gift? What if you can give something that pops and also serves as a much needed source of encouragement? Grabbing a Totavite gift card is the easiest way to give the gift of wearable inspiration. Anything from this Christian apparel store is nice, but letting a person choose what inspires them most? Priceless. Visit Totavite.com. That's T-O-D-A-V-I-T-E.com. And let your gift bring a much needed shot of inspiration. This is definitely one of my favorites. But today's episode is going to be a little different. We typically have a guest on sharing the lessons that they learn from the successes and challenges of life. Um, But today I wanted to, since it's the end of the year, holidays are here, wanted to reflect and think about all of the, or reflect on all of the lessons that I've personally got out of it. I'm not sure. I mean, I, I assume that you've got You've gotten a lot from the the different episodes, but I've been extremely blessed, blessed more than I thought I would have been. Um, and I just wanted to share, reflect and share some of the lessons that I learned from these last episodes this, this last year. Um, so without further ado, I only got five. I wrote five down. The first one is what we say is important. Now, This goes without saying, of course, what we say is important. What we say to each other is important. Um, But not only what we say to each other, and we always got to take a deep breath. And and it's not, let me say this, it's not managing the words that come out of our mouth. That's where we can get, we can, that's an endless battle, but it's managing what's in our heart, what we put in there, what we watch, what we read, what we believe. Because that's what's going to come out out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. So that's how we control what comes out of our mouth. Also, what's even, I believe, more important than that is what we say to ourselves um, about other people or about ourselves, more importantly. Um, So many days. And sometimes we do it out of habit. It's a, it's a habit that, that, We've, oh man, I'm so stupid. I should have did this. And we do it as a passing. You know, I didn't really mean I'm stupid, but it's a habit of calling yourself stupid or saying, oh man, I'm so dumb or or whatever. We really need to watch the words that come out of our mouth. What we say is so important. Our brains are more powerful than we could ever imagine. And it basically takes what you said and goes, okay, let's make that a reality or let's reinforce that because our brain does not want to make ourselves doesn't want to make us a liar. I've read books on this. It's it's 
it's pretty incredible the way the brain takes what you've said and what you believe and says, we're going to we're going to make this happen. We're going to we're going to find everything that agrees with what was said or what you believe. And we're going to put that in front of you and we're going to fortify your beliefs and what you say. So what you say is very important. And the way you change that again is what you take in, um, what you read, what you look at, what you listen to, all of that. And it also there's also some techniques you can do. I'm not going to get into techniques now because I don't even remember all of them. And sometimes I think we all slip up. But the more and more you can remember that what you say is important, um, you'll, you'll just you'll positively impact your life just a little bit more. You give yourself another edge, another, another, another positive notch on making it through life. So that's one of the things uh, I can't remember what episode that came from, but I did get that from one of the episodes. Another thing is if you're planning to do anything at a high level, you have to educate yourself, man, this one. um, I don't know. I, I always felt like, yeah, there's school. Yeah, whatever. But I can pick it up on my own or you know, if it's something that I got a passion for and I've been doing all my life, you know, I can I can figure it out. I can just do it. I could just practice more and get better at it. You know, if I if I want to run, if I want to do a marathon, I'll just I'll just run more and I'll run longer runs and I'll, I'll just keep doing that. I'll keep working out. But what I'm finding out is there's a way to do it where you won't hurt yourself. There's a way to do it to get the maximum benefit out of it. There's a there's a way there's a way to learn. There's a way to read. There's a, there's such a thing as speed reading or reading for comprehension. There's techniques that, yeah, you can keep reading and keep reading and keep picking up books and stumble across it and, and you'll get better. But you can get better quicker if you take the time to educate yourself, read books. The YouTube is a world of information. Oh, man, I just I just type in YouTube. I just, YouTube's not a sponsor in here, Totovitis, but um, but YouTube, man, you plug it in, you get a bunch of videos that the biggest thing you got to do is, is weed out the those videos that that aren't made for you, that aren't going to connect with you. So said enough about that, but educate yourself, find the time, educate yourself. You will you will see the benefits in that. Um, definitely. Uh, next one is number three. And they're not any in any particular order. It's just the way I wrote them down. Um, health is wealth. Health is wealth. I have to remind myself of this all the time. We're coming up to the new year. They tell me the number one New Year's resolution is to take better care of your health, to get in better shape, to, to eat better, to take better care of our bodies. But health is wealth. Here's where I slip up. I know I need to do better. And I do. I'm, I, I consider myself pretty athletic. Well, I'm not really athletic. I'm just, I'm in shape. Well, used to be in shape. Uh, that COVID thing, that, that threw me. And I, I don't think I ever really recovered. But I digress. Here's what trips me up when life gets busy. When it's like, hey, Terrence, you got another job. Hey, you got to get this out. Hey, you got to get this email out. Hey, you got to promote. You got to promote these hoodies. You got to you got shirts. You got to design a new product. It's like, OK, do I still work out in the morning or do I spend an extra hour and get some more work done? 
And a lot of times it's like, yo, let's get some more work done because I'm going to, I'm going to see the financial benefits of that. Or let's, let's get a little bit more studying in. Cause I promised this person, I'm going to speak on this and I got to know what I'm saying. And I don't want to get out here looking like a fool. Health is wealth. Health should take priority. If, and when I make the decision to work out, you've heard it many times. I'm going to reiterate it again. Your brain fires in a different way. There's, there's endorphins that, that play a part in keeping you up and, and making you sharper and making you attack the day and whatever you got to study and whatever you have to do at a different pace, at a different, uh, yeah, a different intensity. Let me, let me say it that way. Your focus is even better. All of that. Studies have shown it. Yet and still, I'll speak for myself. When it gets crunch time and it's like, yo, are you going to work out for an hour? Or are you going to get that hour in more at work and make sure these deadlines are hit? Too often, I, I choose the deadline, not remembering the benefits of, of keeping my body right. Here's the next thing. Here's the end all, the be all. Yeah, and we all know this. We say it, but it doesn't, it doesn't really register. Well, for some, it doesn't really register until we get sick. If you're not healthy, it does not matter how much money you got. It doesn't matter how much you could have made. If you can't get up out of bed, if you start getting these ailments that really hinder you, listen, health is wealth. A healthy person, you'll take that. You will take that over being wealthy. If you just think about it long enough, you'll go, yeah, okay, yeah, you're right. Um, so just keep that in mind. It's one of those lessons that I learned. Keep that in the fore. I had to write it down. So it's, it's a part of my mission statement. I got to say health as well to remind me not to fall back into that. You know, I got to get make a little bit more money. As soon as I do that, as soon as these deadlines are out, okay, I'll get back to running. And that'll never happen because there's always another deadline. My best happens with God. T-shirt right here. My best happens with God. Not for God, with God. God desires to have a relationship with us. Intimacy. I got this one I got from um, Shea Bynes. Um, she wrote, she was the author of Grace Over Grind. Has the um, uh, Kingdom Driven Entrepreneur. Uh, they, they, they blessed my life a lot. Um, but I had her on the podcast and... My best happens with God. When you start going through life with God, God, what do you want me to do here? What do you want me to do here? Instead of checking in and satisfying God, or you know what? I'm going to do this thing at the church for God. You know, okay, I'm doing this for you, God. You know, hey, this and that. I'm only doing Christian music or whatever it is that you feel like you're doing for God. No, do life with God. Your best happens with God. You don't pacify God. You don't give him a, you know, okay, I gave, me, I gave you your time in the morning. You know, always work, start. That used to be me. So I start out with devotion. I, I'm not missing that. You know, I'll miss exercise. I won't mix, miss devotion. But I felt like if I did that, okay, boxes checked. Now I can get on to doing life for me. Tomorrow, I'll check in with God again. I check in. You good, God? I'm good. Keep me good. If I'm not good, help me out. All right, we did that. Now, let me get on to doing life with me. Hey, if I mess up in any way, you correct me. You know, you're always there. 
but I'm, I'm gonna do life. And if I get out of line, you check me and tell me which way to go. Your best happens when you do life with God. Your best happens with God when he's a part of everything. I got a friend. Uh, I'll shout him out. Hopton Smith. He says every time he gets a job to produce and this dude is a he's an amazing producer. He says every time he gets it, he goes, all right, God, what do you want me to do? Which direction you want me to go with this? And I I get, you know, praying before the session or praying God, you know, be in my hands, be in the computer, la, la. This he takes it to this, like, okay, what do you want me to do? What, what sound do you want out of this guy? Like, he takes this thing so serious. Your best happens with God. Um, I, I'm, I'm going to stop repeating that. But that's a, it's, a, it's a deep one. It's, it's something that's really, really real. It's really real. Chew on that one. That's a, that's a good one right there. Um, and the last one I have written down. Make a habit of cultivating relationships. Um, Man, uh, uh, what's his name? Birmingham. Uh, man, I can't remember his name's producer. I had him on. Um, man, he's gonna kill me. I, I see his sister. I see him. Can't think of his name. Lionel Birmingham had him on. Make a habit of cultivating relationships, and it's it's something that you'll get better at. You might be awkward with, especially since this. This COVID thing, it just kept everybody, you know, drawn back his family. It's maybe it's not, it's just you and, and the immediate people in your in the household, but make a habit of cultivating relationships. Relationships are gonna take you further than than your education, than uh uh the the your talent, all relationships. And here's the key: it's biblical. The number one relationship you should work on is your relationship with God. He's all about relationship. Number two is people. Make a habit of cultivating the relationships with people. Somebody you have a good relationship with will open doors that you would have had to, your talent would have had to really go above and beyond. And even when it does, there's still a relationship that has to that has to get you where you need to go. If your attitude is Jack, I don't care how good you are, but we already know that. Well, a lot of us know this. Maybe some, some haven't focused on it. Cultivate relationships. Make a habit of just, just talking to people, finding out what they think. It's not all about we need to agree. Make a habit of cultivating relationships, whether they're of the same um, faith, whether they're of the same political um, party, uh, whether you agree or not, just cultivate relationships, find the things that you do agree about and discuss those things. When you learn to cultivate relationships, those hard conversations that happen that you should have, uh, another plug for Totavite, they got, they got a, they got a shirt that says have the hard conversations. It's actually word art. So conversations is all of the topics that could come up with fear or salvation, things like that. And then have the hard conversations. Hard is all the people you would talk to. Your, your boss, your spouse, brother, sister, colleague. But anyway, enough about the plug. But it allows you, it allows those hard conversations to be not as hard or to be more fruitful rather than when you have the hard conversation, you had it and boom, you separate. But once you cultivate relationships, if I have a relationship with somebody, 
those hard conversations are still hard. But at the end of the day, it's like, you know what? Based on everything else we've gone through together, they probably got my best interest at heart. I don't agree, but they're not out to hurt me. They're not out to get me. When you don't cultivate the relationships, your mind goes and goes, you know what? They probably out to, they probably don't have my best interest at heart. But relationships, relationships, relationships. Um, it's it's so important. But again, the number one relationship with God. You do that, you you can't go wrong. You cannot. Um, and that's the five that I came up with. You know what? If there's some that hits you, yeah, there we go. Leave a comment. Let me know what lessons hit you, what the number one lesson was, or the couple that stood out for you this past year on T Farrell Presents. Um, I'd love to see them. I'd love to see them. Put them in the comments. I really appreciate that. I really appreciate y'all for tuning in week after week. I thank you. I thank you. You it's just it's just really cool some of the comments that I get and to know that this really helps people. Um, I mean, it really inspires. It really, you know, for some, it 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 gets them away from the cliff or it gets them through the day or through the week, whatever it is. I thank you. I thank you for subscribing, for liking, for sharing, all of it, for leaving the comments. Y'all are awesome. You really, really are. And I appreciate it. Um, again, we're going to take one week off. We're going to hit 2022, hit the ground running in 2022. Uh, we already got some strong episodes uh, planned. Got some people already uh, scheduled. So that's going to be dope. Have a Merry Christmas. Have a Happy New Year. Enjoy this Words for Life track that we're about to play. It's called Success. It features uh, one, of my, one of my friends, Pastor Paul Graham, features him. Um, it's actually on the latest Words for Life project, Words for Life, Volume 3. So enjoy that. Um, get everything you can out of that. And again, we love you. See you in 2022. Stay safe. It's crazy out there, y'all. It's really crazy. All right. I'm out. Whenever I think of success, I think of my own life. I think of what God did for me years ago when people said that I would never succeed. I would never have success in ministry. When you look at the word success, you look at the other word succeed, you got to recognize that there's a word seed in that word and when you look at that word so many people want success without working hard for it without planting something you think that you're all you're going to get the fruits of something without planting the seed well i need you to know that people need to recognize that when it comes to success you need to plant seeds you need to water it you need to cultivate it and watch it grow and reap the benefits from it when you plant a seed and you're successful other people are supposed to eat from the fruit of your success I want, I want people to realize that success is not predicated on what someone thinks about you. It's how you think about yourself. It's how you think God thinks about you. Many times we think success is all about money and we think success is about what people, um, how people lord over us. But when you wake up in the morning and you see your face in the mirror and you're satisfied with that face looking back at you, that's success. If you're worried about what other people feel, then your success will be based on other individuals' applause. Success is about waking up 
and applauding yourself. Success is about being able to applaud others. And success, most of all, is about God looking down and saying, not only did you plant the seed, but you allowed me to be a part of the growth process. One thing about success is recognizing that you got to take risks and you got to be willing to fail. You got to take failure and success together because success doesn't happen automatically. It comes with the building blocks of failure. I look at I look at my past churches. One of my churches had a membership of 40. I remember one of my other churches had a membership of 60 something. I, I remember another one of my church had a membership of 80. And here it is that I recognized that God wanted me to understand that success wasn't about the amount of members that you have. Success was about were you feeding those members so they can feed others? And when that concept hit me and I was able to start at another church from scratch, I realized that if I can teach people to fish, then they will become fishers of men. As as strong as they were is as strong as they can make other individuals. So when I planted that seed, the seed that I've planted, I'm able to now sit back and watch the tree grow and watch people eat from that tree. And then watch them take the seed from that fruit and build other vineyards. So success is about taking the word succeed, taking the word seed out of that, finding some fertile ground, planting that seed, watching it grow, and then making sure that you're not the only one that benefits from that success, but others are able to succeed and plant also. 